I love the holidays. In our house, the holidays means finding the biggest Christmas tree, singing holiday songs, and most important of all, baking. I love baking traditional Swedish holiday dishes, but I also get inspired by creative recipes from other cultures. That's where Bon Appetit comes in. Packed with recipes and trends from all around the globe, how-to videos, and mouth-watering photos, Bon Appetit is not only an indispensable resource for cooks at all levels, it's also the perfect gift for people who love food and people who don't. Right now, Bon Appetit has an exclusive offer for you, my From the Heart listener, and just in time for holiday gifting. The regular price for Bon Appetit is $15 for a one-year subscription, but for a limited time, you can save $5 on a one-year subscription, plus get an exclusive Bon Appetit, don't worry, eat happy tote bag. It's a gift that keeps on giving for yourself and your loved ones. Oh, and we can't forget the most important food of all, chocolate. The Bon Appetit box offer includes a one-year subscription, plus a special Bon Appetit gift box packed with goodies like the delicious guitar chocolate and an exclusive chocolate chip toffee recipe from the Bon Appetit kitchen. The box even includes a Jacques Pépin spatula with everything easily gifted in the don't worry, eat happy tote. Give the gift of food inspiration with a Bon Appetit subscription today. Use the promo code yoga for a special discount and start shopping now at bonappetit.com slash get BA. That's bonappetit.com slash get BA. Promo code yoga. Bonappetit.com slash get BA promo code yoga. Hi, and welcome to another episode of From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. Today I have a super special and the most attended guest ever on the podcast, my husband and baby daddy, Dennis Schoenevel. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me again. Are you very excited and proud that you've been on the podcast more than anyone else? Yes, of course. Yes, only uh, Olivia has been twice. This mm-hmm. is your third time. Mm-hmm. Olivia has <laughs> nothing on me. <laughs> Olivia has nothing on you. But it's really interesting to me how, okay, the podcasts that do you and I do are some of the most downloaded of all, which you always think is weird. Yeah. And people request for you to come back on the podcast all the time. I think they downloaded by accident and then they requested by accident. <laughs> It's just a series of accidents. But why do you think that is? I I really don't know. Maybe they want to get to know you on a more private uh, part of the relationship. I think they want to get to know you. Yeah, I doubt that. (laughs) (laughs) The thing about about you is that, um, we talked about this just now, that you're a kind of an awkward person. Mm Mm-hmm you're awkward like in a good way like in the very like i love your awkwardness but you're awkward in the public eye and in the private eye (laughs) the private eye awkwardness people don't understand that you're just awkward in any situation it has nothing to do with being like in the limelight or on social media it's just i'm awkward you're kind of an awkward guy so what about when you come on the show i mean or is it getting easier to be a guest on the podcast? Because the first time, I mean, we had so many people requesting and I had to nag you for weeks. Second time, I had to nag you like a couple days. And, and now you just kind of... Yeah, one day. But I didn't even like really nag. You were like, okay, I'll do the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it, mind it as much. It is getting easier and yeah. funner, maybe. It's getting definitely easier, yeah. Okay, good. Well, we get so many questions, and I think, uh, I mean, how 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 is your day today? Are you having a, a good day? Yeah, I'm having a, a good day. Are you having a good December? It's almost Christmas. Yeah, this year, though, 
I don't remember anything of it. it went by so fast. I I mean, we had a baby. We had a baby. We had a lot of traveling. Um, yeah, for me, one of the other highlights besides having a baby was like um, finishing that Iron Man. <laughs> finishing the Iron Man. That was what our last podcast was kind of about. Yeah. Um, it was a really good year. It's just it went by so fast that I kind of don't remember it. I kind of don't remember. We have our one year anniversary of Island Yoga in like a week, yeah. January 1st. And I can't believe we've only been open, for, like we've been open for less than a year. It feels like we've been doing this for... Yeah, we survived the whole year. We survived a whole year. Nobody died. We haven't had any major, like, you know, crazy things happen at the studio. Everyone is still here and the team, like... Well, the team changed a lot. The team <laughs> changed a lot. But, like, we never, we didn't have anyone quit in an outrage or anyone get Yeah. Like, we, we did? Who? Yeah. Like, a couple of the staff people... This this place is a huge drama. <laughs> like that this like building that it doesn't have its own reality show. It's I know. <laughs> okay. Island Yoga needs its own reality show. But I mean like we didn't have anyone quit in an outrage like I hate you, go away, I'll never Not come back. Us, but two, yeah. What do you mean two? We had two and both one was in the kitchen and one was in the in the front of the house. And Oh, okay. Can we talk about that? That's okay. Okay. Someone... The problem with me is okay. This is and this is part of an issue we have at Island Yoga is, I when I think of the Island Yoga team, I don't really think about the restaurant, and that sucks. I need to that's change bad, that. Yeah. That's really bad. That's why we have. So if you haven't been at Island Yoga, it's the most beautiful place ever. We have a big shop in the front, and then we have three yoga studios or three shalas, yeah. and then an office, and then in the back, like the back of the building, we have a restaurant, cafe, and a, and a garden that wraps around it. And we have different staff for the food part, like for the cafe, than we have for the Island Yoga team. So when I think of the Island Yoga team, I'm thinking about like the yoga and the teacher trainings that we do and the retreats and like the staff that works closely with me day to day. But then yeah. we have a whole group of staff in that, the kitchen, in the in kitchen the, yeah. that I don't interact with every day, of course. Yeah. Yes. For and me, we, the whole building is the team. Yeah, of course, of course. And that is, I should stop dividing that. But it's because I don't, you know, I don't email with them. I don't sit on the phone with them. I don't yeah. talk about day-to-day -day stuff. Yeah. That's why. And you don't even order your own food here. <laughs> Shut the fork <laughs> up, okay? Okay, I don't even order my own food. I'm, 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 I'm such, a, such a prima donna. No, but it's really true. But we've had a really hard time with the restaurant. Well, yeah, but it's not only that. Just imagine if I can paint a picture for the audience that hasn't been here yet. You have a building, it's a pretty big building, and you put 20 people that does yoga and that is like really open about talking about their feeling and, you know, no taking no shit. And then you put them all together to work <laughs> days in and days out, you day after day. 20 people that all are hippy-dippy, trusting the universe, flaky. flaky, but also very hard workers. Yeah, they're, they're all hard workers. It's just that you, you have that. And then you have this for a whole year. We've had a couple of, oh my God, yes. That this building is still standing is nothing short of a miracle. <laughs> and people ask, like, why is it so hard to sustain a business in the yoga world? Well, <laughs> if you employ people from the yoga world, like, you're going to make more magic, but you're going to have a way harder time along it's the way. so difficult, yeah. But, but now I think, we're not I think part of that, but, but I mean, people anymore. No, we stopped. In the kitchen, at least. In the kitchen, at least. But part of that is, you know... I guess the problem that we've had in the past is we had a lot of people that came to the team that had either been on a retreat with us or they had, you know, been practicing and maybe they follow us through social media. They were clients. And not just that, but people that are willing to, at the drop of a dime, leave everything behind yeah. at home, move across the world to another country, you know, pick up and leave. Yeah. Like, 
they're kind of in an unstable place in their life. Yeah, but that's really amazing that people will do this. Of course, it's amazing to start with. Hell yes. But at the same time, it's... it means that they're probably going through some stuff. Right. And then Maybe. we put them in the pot of all the other people and everyone. We I put them in a pot with <laughs> 20 more of them. 20 more of them. And me. That's the thing. Everyone here goes through stuff. The difference is, like with a regular workplace, is that we talk about it. And it's really yeah. out in the open. And we're all really vulnerable. We're really open-hearted. And everything is personal. I mean, that's... Yeah, but when they come here on a... Yeah, that I agree all. But when they come here before, they're on a retreat. They're getting... Teacher Rachel leading a love retreat. And then when they come to work, they get boss Rachel. <laughs> I know, people. And you don't fuck with boss Rachel. <laughs> you don't fuck with boss Rachel. Who else is going to keep this whole machine running? That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, wear, I wear a lot of hats. But this is also why we, um, we're not, you know, employing people on a whim anymore. And especially not people that just just came through the yoga world. Like, we're really spending time to look for... To, to actually to be conscious about hiring we haven't really done that at all we haven't had any structure we just ended up with 35 plus people that kind of entered our life through one way or another but we never you know put an ad on in the paper or looked you know like linkedin or like actually made an effort to find the perfect person for the we right started position doing that now now we are but this past past couple of years we have not done that that's this why this whole year we've been working on structures <laughs> but we still don't have it but I mean, that's why all our team is like, it's a potpourri. It's like a mix of, you know, the most loving, open-hearted, kind of slightly eccentric and intense. Like, you know, we're all family, but we all also sometimes have drama like a family do. So the one person, yeah, we had a person quit in the, in the restaurant in a really dramatic way. Yeah, but in, not in a dramatic way, in a, like an intense way. Which one are you talking about? The one that worked in the front or the one that worked in the in kitchen? The kitchen. Oh, yeah, that was pretty... Yeah. Oh, they were both in the restaurant. Oh, okay. Okay, we shouldn't have these conversations no. on the podcast. I can tell this is going further. <laughs> I was like, I think of the year and I'm like, oh my God, like the whole team, we're still intact. Everybody loves each other. We have such a good thing going. And you're like, uh, no, <laughs> we did have someone quit in an outrage. But it's really, it's really, really hard. And that's the thing. So three, two, three years ago, um, the whole business of, you know, Yoga Girl or Island Yoga, all of this, it was you, me, and Amelie, who is our Island Yoga manager. It was just us sitting around a kitchen table. Yeah. And then we had some people that worked remotely, but everything we did was mostly, mostly online, through email. You know, it's a different thing when you put personalities together in the same yeah. room and especially in a, such an intimate space. And I think when we do teacher trainings and retreats, people work, I mean, we work like 20-hour days. People yeah, are not... Easily. Yeah, so we get, and also we do so much work with the students that come here, we have to do the work ourselves. And that's been, I think, my challenge this year is I, I don't want to have people on the team that aren't willing to look at their own shit because I live very much in the open. If I'm going through a hard time, like everybody knows it. If I'm having a shitty day, everybody knows it. If I'm crying about something, it's out in the open. I want to have those types of relationships with everyone that's on the team. You know, I don't want to have yeah. to, you know, have to kind of work to get to the root of the problem but for people to to dare to be vulnerable but that also means that we have to learn how to deal with our own shit yeah and not everybody likes that i yeah. guess i guess so i mean looking at the whole year because we made it through the year we have beautiful staff we've had some people drop out we've had new people come on um i think as with any business we're working through our ups and downs and our highs and our lows what's been the best part about island yoga this year like what's been your favorite part of the business 
Oh, that's a hard question. I haven't been here mo a lot this year. This year, as compared to last year when the building wasn't No, standing. but since we got baby, I wasn't really... Like, I worked the three first, three first months hard in my own office. Since then, I haven't sat in my office at all. Your office has become transformed to, like, the, the like, community office. Yeah. No, that's kind of sad. No, but I mean, overall, business-wise, like, what's been a highlight for you? Um, finishing the teacher training. Mm -hmm. Like, seeing that we were able to put that together. Like, not the, um, not the actual education, but the everything around it like there's there goes so much into planning this and we have our coo uh, angela working super hard day and night uh with her team to put this together and then uh and it came it came true like i don't know if it, it probably didn't go smooth but it for me from the outside eye it looked smoother than some of the retreats we had this year i think that teacher training was the one of the smoothest things yeah. we had going for us actually and it was almost for a whole month 23 days but i think so much preparation went into it we were really ready that's also yeah. the thing and we'd had already seven or eight groups here the first two groups that we had at the studio this year of course we had like it was messy yeah i don't know if people noticed it was messy i don't think the groups knew but behind the scenes it was messy yeah like restaurant wise it was yes, messy. Food -wise. i think that's the problem we had uh but that's the thing the food so <laughs> let's talk about this restaurant because i'm really trying to i mean it's shifting now like now outside so that in the restaurant it's pretty busy right now uh, lots of people there people stay after class and they drink smoothies and juices and have their coffee or stay for lunch so it's definitely picking up which is awesome um but the cafe i mean the restaurant's been the hardest thing yeah by far and i think um i think that's my fault um why would you say that because when we were building the building uh you didn't want to have anything to do with food i remember in the beginning you wanted to have like a fridge where we sold kombucha and coconut water yeah. and juice and you just grab it from the fridge in the front and, and i then was we were like we're gonna get a coffee machine only <laughs> and then we started like that it's like let's get like an espresso machine so we can make really good organic coffee in the back and then we said well juices and smoothies because we're a yoga studio like that will of course yeah. the people will want that and then we found out, well, if you're going to have juices and smoothies, you need a fridge to keep all the produce. So you might as well do salads because you're going to have all of that. You might as well do cold cut sandwiches. You might as well do like, oh, then you can just get a little panini grill. You can make yeah. like paninis. And then we just kept adding and adding and adding. And then when we opened, you know, I wanted to be open 6 a.m. for pre-practice coffee and smoothies. Till 10 p.m. Till 10 p.m. For, for organic wine at the bar yeah. and dinner. What was I thinking? Yeah. I had no clue. Like, I really did not. But running a restaurant in general, I think anyone will tell you it's difficult. Running a vegetarian, vegan restaurant in Aruba where nothing grows and no one knows what that means. It's, <laughs> yes. even, it's even harder and it's really expensive. I know. So we definitely scaled back. Like, now we're open for, for breakfast and lunch. And yeah. when we have retreats, we're open. Yeah, we're open early, early morning to late night, but only during, during groups. But it is a thing because the, the boutique in the front, like, that's your experience. You Yeah manage a surf shop you had a skate shop like you know the retail and apparel all that stuff yeah i know the yoga part like the studio like runs super well everything's going well but neither of us really has that running no. restaurant experience and we keep hiring people that that don't that don't <laughs> they're hard workers but they just don't have the experience i know i know i know and i think the mentality is also really different because we're running an international like a global business here um but hiring local staff so I, one, one, of the, one of my most memorable moments from this year, 
Um, actually, that was from the same person who quit in an outrage, who actually we're still friends with, who still comes and, and hangs out some, sometimes. Okay. I don't think you've seen him. But anyway, so it was after a retreat. It was a really intense retreat. And then we had a sharing circle afterwards. And we're all kind of going through like the highs and the lows and what we need to improve and how we feel. And this guy, bless his heart, he was like, you know, halfway through, it got really hard. And he was a Reuben. It got really hard. And I woke up in the morning and I thought, you know what? I don't think I'm going to keep going. I think I'm, I'm going to just not come to work for the rest of the week. <laughs> but then I changed my mind and I said, you know what? I'm going to go anyway. And I'm really happy that I did. And I sat there in that circle. I'm like, oh my God, there was an actual option in his mind where he just wouldn't show up for work for the rest <laughs> of the year because he thought he had to work really hard, you know, like, and that mentality for me doesn't exist. Like, of yeah. course, you know, things get stressful. Sometimes you just, you do the work and then you go home. But I think the Aruban mentality is more like, why it's would island you? Mentality, island mentality. Like, yeah. why would I push myself if it's hard? Yeah. You know? I do it today. Tomorrow, it's even better to do it. Or the next day. Or yeah. never. It'll happen. <laughs> It'll happen. <laughs> this is uh, kind of, yeah. This is your your most Aruban quality. Is, that's what, who I am. That's who you are. Yes. The yeah. manana, like another day manana maybe manana maybe maybe next year yeah i don't know i'm trying to really embrace that's the wrong word i'm trying to accept your procrastinating side a little more i'm having a very hard time with it mm. <laughs> what do you think is this can actually leads into a question that someone asked um what's the most annoying traits that you guys have like we have about each other like if someone would ask me, like, what annoys me the most about you? Uh, procrastination is at the top of that list, like by far. Oh, let me think about this because <laughs> you have a, so many things. Yeah, there's a few of them lingering up there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, what's what's um, the most out of all of them? Out of all, mm -hmm. if if I had to choose a funny one, mm -hmm. it would be your chewing. Dude, did you, <laughs> okay, you don't listen to this podcast. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> right before we came on he was like so what What did you talk about that week like i don't listen to this stuff <laughs> olivia hosted last week yeah. and she asked that question um what do you think annoys like what's your most annoying thing and she said me and dennis would both go together and say it's your chewing <laughs> why is that so no you mean like the chewing with the mouth chewing open? with the mouth open and that noise that comes out of your mouth <laughs> when you're doing it what does it sound like It doesn't sound like that. Well, so, I, I don't know. It's between that and a blender with a screwdriver in it. <laughs> Fork you. The thing is, you knew I was a, like a loud chewer when we met. Yeah, but I was blind then. <laughs> you were blind? Blinded by romance? Blinded by what? Yeah, blinded by this Swedish young girl. <laughs> and then we got married and then... Then we got married and our honeymoon, all of a sudden you started like... Do you remember like, what that? What the fuck did this get from? <laughs> Do you remember that How I Met Your Mother episode? Oh, yeah. That when they all find out each other's annoying traits. But if you and never the, noticed before, you, you don't, don't know. know. And then Lily in that show, she, she chews loudly. And then it, yeah, and then it becomes like they put the volume up. And yeah, you can't not hear it again. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, yeah. I, I was going to say, I'm going to try to work on my loud chewing, but I know I'm not going to work on it. And you're not going to work on your procrastination. Um, no. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow you'll work on it. Maybe tomorrow <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> oh. So going back to, to kind of highlights of this year, I mean, this is one of the last, is it the last podcast of the year? No. The second to last podcast of the yeah. year, of course. Oh. But I mean, 
some highlights. So yeah, for you, closing the teacher training was a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, yeah, I, I would I would probably say the same thing. Actually, I mean, no, for me, the opening was a really big highlight because we, mm-hmm. it, there were so many uncertainties. We didn't know if we were going to open or not. Yeah. And then we have, and a big piece of that was both you and I had to let go a lot. And that's really hard. Like, I can't really believe. I think that's why we're blown away. I think it's away. harder for you than it is for me. The letting go? Yeah, I'm really good at letting go. Because you don't hold on in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. when when I get back into it, it's very hard accepting like the part of my work at Island Yoga is a lot of the finances and a lot of the yeah the day to day and a lot of decisions get get made that I would never would have done and then to accept that afterwards that I think that's harder than for me than to let go in the first place. Yeah, but I mean that's part of hiring a you know having management work below you to help with the day to day stuff. Is yeah, and maybe work? what they're doing is better, but it's just not stuff that I would have done. I'm not saying it's wrong or good. It's just, it's different. It's different. I know. No, but I mean, yeah, I have that too. We have that all the time. Yeah. But it's, that's been a learning for me since having the baby because Luna was born in March. We opened in January. We've been open for two months. All of our savings and more <laughs> went into this building and into this business. We opened. It was totally insane, totally crazy. And then we had to step away. So for me, that... That letting go after a lot of holding on was a really, a really hard thing. But it wasn't until, at least that's what I, what I could see, that when I started letting go, other people on the team started stepping up, yeah. which I think both you and I, like we like to do things our way. And I think when we, when we release a little bit, other people start, they come up with their own ways of doing things, which is maybe isn't the same exact way we would have done it, but yeah. the studio is thriving. Like we're doing really well and it's our first year of business. Yeah. So really grateful for everyone, everyone working, working super hard. And even the hard stuff, like what would be the, yeah, what's your lowest point or the hardest part about business-wise this year? Yeah, that I can't answer now on this. I would have to like do some research. You have to think about it more. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, probably I would say that the challenges that we've had in the, in, in the restaurant for sure. Yeah. the restaurant is one thing for me it all comes down to because i'm more behind the scenes more of the what happens with the money and i think for us it's like trying to invest all of our monies into aruba to set up an e-commerce on an island that doesn't function and now we're finding our way we have to like go away back with e-commerce into europe or the states but we knew that when we started. That's the thing. So yeah, for everybody listening, if, you, if you're not aware, so we, we live in Aruba. It's a Caribbean island. It's very slow and everything is really behind here. So um, there's no, there's no uh, online shopping, for instance. Like you cannot go online on an Aruban website and buy things online. It doesn't exist. So for us, you know, having a, a retreat center or a studio here. You can't charge online. We can't charge people online. So can you imagine if you want to book something at Island Yoga, you're going to have someone write you and say, oh, hi, yes, please uh, send us a, a copy of your credit card or fill in this form or call us so you can Super read sketchy, us. Yeah. Super sketchy. But that's how it was like 10 years ago or whatever. Like that's just the old school way. The hotels still do it that way. Here. Yeah. Totally hard to understand. But, you know, so we've had a lot of challenges that way. Yeah, that's that's super, super hard. But I guess the learning, I guess what I wanted to get at is from the highlights and the challenges, like the learnings of next year, well, what are you going to, what do you want to do different? Like how would, how would you want to improve in terms of business? I actually want to go to a place where there is less emotions involved, <laughs> more like white or black, not gray area. 
So you don't yeah. want to start the island yoga TV show and have like a reality uh, unless, show? Unless we do the reality show and the reality show is based for their salaries <laughs> <laughs> or it covers a lot of it, then it's totally worth it. But I honestly think I would that would be see it, though, such to be a fun show yeah. to watch. Yes. Because I'm sure we only know like 20% of what happens. We don't here. know. Like yeah. what the drama that trickles our way is like minor, I yeah. think. I think for sure, for sure. Another point that I had, most of my like really mem- memorable moments from the... Um, from the year in terms of staff are all in the sharing circles. Like we do to kind of vent or to get things off of our chests. We started that and then it got so out of hand where everyone was kind of saving all their grievances about little stuff here and there, personal stuff to kind of bring it into the circle and it became too emotional. Like in the end, I felt like I was kind of a, like we were running a kindergarten kind of and everyone was just kind of running to mom to tell all the stuff that was going on. And he said, she said, so we decided to, to stop that. And we started doing dynamic meditations instead, yeah. which for anyone listening, it's a, an active meditation. It's uh, originated or founded by Osho. Um, and uh, it's all about physically moving your body and releasing emotions. So without talking about it, without getting into like the details of the drama, just owning your emotions. So if you're angry, it's your anger, right? If you're feeling frustrated or sad, it's yours instead of, you know, bouncing it on other people that you work with. Uh, and that's worked super well, actually. I guess it's different. I guess a normal workplace, they wouldn't take, they wouldn't feel so responsible about the emotional well-being of everybody that, that works on the... Yeah, depending, not in Aruba, that's for sure, but depending where, depending where you are. Like I feel in California or New York, you hear more and more that businesses are uh, really investing in these things as well. Yeah, but I mean, it's important that everyone... they would hire a yoga teacher to go there. <laughs> of course. We, we have all the here. yoga teachers here. <laughs> and that's the thing. Everyone has free yoga, like as much access to as much yoga and meditation that they want. We were, live in paradise. Like we have a really nice setup going here. Everyone's paid well. Like we have a good thing. Yeah. Um, but I think because we invite this opening, this emotional, you know, opening, yeah. um, we probably have more, more drama than, than other places. But I kind of love it. Yeah. You're dramatic. I'm dramatic, <laughs> but it also means that shit's getting shit's coming out in the open. You know, we get to deal with our stuff, which is good. And I know it's not your favorite thing to do is to deal with uh, no. emotions, especially emotions coming from women. <laughs> Just emotions in general. Just emotions in general. Gender neutral emotions. Gender neutral emotions. <laughs> you are listening to From the Heart, Conversations with Yoga Girl. Magazines are great resources to keep us informed on news and social issues from credible sources, and they give us moments of inspiration and comic relief just when we need them. With a new app called Texture, you can now have unlimited access to over 200 premium magazines all on your tablet or your phone. And right now, you can try Texture for free. The Texture app has gone beyond delivering just the magazine itself. Texture makes it easy to find and enjoy the articles that you want to read with exclusive interactive features like marking what you'd like to easily find it later, viewing bonus video content and even experiencing curated articles and magazines just for you or whoever you are gifting texture to this holiday season. Since the texture app is entirely digital, it's an environmentally friendly way to consume the best magazines and articles as well. Texture is the new, smarter way to read. There are so many great ones included, like my favorites, Women's Health, Oh, the Oprah Magazine, and Time Magazine. Imagine having your favorite magazines and their back issues anytime, anywhere. Start your Texture free trial. Go to texture.com slash yoga girl. If you choose to continue after your free trial, all from the heart listeners will get Texture for just $9.99 a month. That's over 30% off the listed price. There are also great gift options available for the holiday season. Just go to 
to texture.com slash yoga girl to start your free trial today. That's texture.com slash yoga girl. Texture.com slash yoga girl. Okay, so we're going to lead into some questions that people have asked. We got yeah, so let's use the questions. many questions. It's totally crazy. Um, we had a staycation yesterday. Yes. How, uh, 16 hours. It was supposed to be 24 hours of staycation, but we <laughs> got like, no, I think 18, 16, 18. I don't know. Um, we got, no, well. We well, it was out. your early Christmas gift. Yeah. And here's also like, you're very awkward around receiving gifts. Well, uh, receiving surprise gifts, I <laughs> not like, I hate. What What have you ever had like a bad experience with uh, getting surprised? I never had a bad experience, all except for the goat. <laughs> that was a pretty big surprise. Can you tell the story about the goat? I got a goat. <laughs> for Christmas. For Christmas. And it's not I what got you a wanted. goat that was crying for mama goat. <laughs> She Christmas. didn't have a mama. She didn't she have a mama goat, but she was crying. Goat. Yeah, she was crying for you, for daddy. She was not crying for me at that moment. <laughs> but you started crying. Yeah, because you fucking snatched a goat off the street. <laughs> <laughs> Penny the goat. Penny, she's still my favorite. I don't know. I mean, I love Lucy yeah. too, but Penny, she's so she's so cuddly. Yeah, Penny's the best. Penny's the best. She's like a dog. She's like a dog. Yeah. Fully. Yeah, I would. If it wasn't for the baby, we would have her in the house. I think a lot still um but i mean the staycation that we had we it was our first time ever having a break like i don't want to say a break from the baby like it's a job but yeah. having a baby is kind of a 24-hour thing was it was it everything you dreamed of it was nice i, I liked it uh, we uh we were supposed to have sunset by the bar but then uh, you were like freaking out about um, baby having mosquito bites so we ended up. So it wasn't like two mosquito bites. No, but so we ended up going to the pharmacy for sunset. <laughs> Very <laughs> Bu- romantic. Buying uh, antihistamine, and then bringing that there, and then we got back in time just for dinner and a drink. Just for dinner and a drink, yeah. but it wasn't. I mean, okay, so she had like fifty mosquito bites. There were so many. Her whole her feet started swelling up. Like I she think she just have chunky feet. She didn't swell up. They were swollen. They're always like that. No, they don't fit in any shoes. <laughs> but that's because she's a baby. That's yeah. because the shoes are too small. Exactly. No, but they they were swelling. Nah. Okay, that's a question that we got. Um, someone is asking Dennis, how do you handle Rachel's panicky mom attacks? I don't. I walk away. <laughs> I just go in the background and let her have, have her moment, a panic attack. And then and then when she tells me what to do, I'll jump back in. You just, you, you, you're good at giving space. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like when I'm having a really panicky moment, I don't, no one can really help me. You know, if someone tries to step in and manage, then I freak out more. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's good that you, you let me have my moment. And then it always passes. But then you scream at me for le- for not being there. But if I'm there, you're going to scream at me for being there. <laughs> I don't scream. <laughs> Sorry, it depends. Yeah. It depends on what's going on. Like we've had, I don't know. The thing, the thing that annoys me, the thing that's hard that I wish I had is that you have this very casual, like, you don't, do you ever worry that something's going to happen to her? No. No. Why? But, but if something happens to her, then it's my fault though. Because I never mean? worry. But do you think the worry helps? Um... I, I honestly think I can't do it is what it is and I can't do anything about it. Um 
No, but I mean, like, I I don't think that the worrying helps. It's not like the worrying keeps her safe. Because I no. worry about everything all the time. Yeah. And no, then... I don't think it keeps her safe either. No, so I mean, maybe your way is just the better But she'll way. probably get a broken leg or a broken arm on my watch yeah. one day. If that happens, dude. dude. Probably not on your watch. It's it, going to happen. It's not it happened happen. to me, like, when I was young so many times. <laughs> so, that's not going to happen. She's not going to She's not gonna break any bones. She's not going to have anything... I don't know. When I get pissed when you say I yell at you, it's if there's like something majorly that I feel really is is happening with her. Like, okay, so the first time she slept through the night, which was like an amazing thing for us. Super amazing. We've been longing for this the whole time. But she didn't move the whole night. She just laid there like a dead person. (laughs) And I started freaking out because I want to like make sure that she's breathing. I couldn't see her chest rising. And you're just like sleeping the whole night. You're like, oh, this is so awesome. And then I feel really alone. Like I need you to like wake up and engage in my madness with me yeah but you don't sorry (laughs) okay i can hear it now as i speak it how insane it is but i don't know if this is a dad and a mom thing i don't know if it's like a maybe no but i think you uh you have the need to uh, control like not in a bad way or a good way it's just that that's who you are you just need to be in control of everything yeah but especially her health like that's something that's just terrifying me yeah. a lot oh if she has my genes i think we're good what do you mean like sh- she won't be allergic she won't have she we already know she's allergic <laughs> you doofus she's not all of her she had an allergic me. reaction from the mosquito That's bites normal mosquito bites she's <laughs> pale as fuck of course you're gonna see her red bumps <laughs> <laughs> we were joking the other day that luna is so white that if you leave her on the beach you can't see her anymore because <laughs> she just blends in with the white sand yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I don't know. I think you do a good job. I wish I had more of that. I don't think you're careless. I just think you're very, very relaxed. I think I'm careless. Yeah? You're not supposed to say that. You're making me worry. Oh, sorry. Right no, now. I'm very relaxed. No, no. <laughs> dude, dude. Okay. We need to move on from this topic before <laughs> I get upset. Okay, another uh, question that came in a lot. So <laughs> what annoys us the most about each other? We did that. Um what do we love most about each other? Let's let's get back to a good note. Ooh. What are our favorite traits about each other? Can it be sexual or, <laughs> or, or it has to be like emotional? I think if, if but emotional is you, pretty sexual too, to dude. Me. If someone asks you, "What do you love most about your wife?" What do you like say? Her ass. Stop! <laughs> We're gonna have to edit this out. Stop! 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 Like. Can you, can you can you just can you come up with a normal answer? Okay, let me think. You're killing me, man! You're killing me. This is why. Okay, we had requests, a lot of requests for Patrick and Olivia and you and me to do a podcast together. Yeah. If we did that, this is all what that podcast would be. I don't think that podcast would ever come out. It would never see the light of day. No, Patrick <laughs> is too inappropriate. <laughs> Okay, can you can you just answer the question now? For me, I love that it was um, how well we connect, even though we're different on so many levels, but we're the same also on so many levels. That we're, it's just easy. It's it's kind of harder sometimes to be apart than it is to be together. Like I never have that feeling that I have to be away from you. Yeah. And I don't know how to put that into words, but that's basically yeah. It's it's just easy the way we connect. That's a nice answer. I know. I I feel that people ask that a lot if we if we get sick of each other because we do everything together. Yeah. 
Like, I guess normal couples would be away in the day because you work in different places, yeah. but we're not. Yeah, I kind of wish we were more together, to be honest. Like, but not in a corny way. It's just like when we had the staycation, it kind of reminded me how we used to be before the kid. Before the kid, before, <laughs> before the, kid. the baby. <laughs> before, like, when I would take pictures of you and, uh, like, it reminded me, like, kind of how we traveled the world for the first four years of us mm -hmm. being together. And it was we, like a little... So Dennis took really nice photos of me over the, the weekend. You picked up the camera again for the first time in like two years. Yeah. I want some new lenses, so I have to prove to you that I can take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it did. It did because our first... Yeah, first years together, all we did was travel. We went to different countries all over yeah. the world. And uh, we'd take pretty pictures over social media and, you know, yeah. teach yoga together. And I miss that part. I miss like teaching together. I miss leading retreats with you. Yeah. Do you miss that? Um, I don't miss teaching. I know. To I be know. honest. Everyone misses your teaching, but you don't miss teaching. I don't miss teaching at all. Um, yeah, I miss I miss um, organizing retreats. Like now we have a big team. They do everything. Before it was just you and me uh, and Amelie. But uh, I, I do miss that part that I got to connect with the hotels or I had to do like all the, the legwork. And then when you see a retreat come out to life, you kind of like, you know that you did that from A to Z. Yeah, that, that very much how everyone enjoys it. Like, yeah, that's a nice feeling. That feeling I miss. But it's now so much easier. We just show up, blow up, go. <laughs> <laughs> show up, blow up, and go home. Um, I'm, I'm going to answer the question too. So what do I love most about you? Should I answer like in a sexual way? Should I talk about your body now? Yeah, please. Your favorite part, my favorite part of your body is mm. your butt too mm. so guess we have that in common too yeah. <laughs> okay we have to do so much editing today um my favorite thing about you i mean I, actually it is like your ability to stay really like your groundedness and your humbleness like it's it's really refreshing always all the time i don't know you you keep me really grounded and calm and i know no matter how much I'm panicking about something because I have that tendency to go into anxiety or panic or drama, like you're, you're that calm buoy of comfort that I can come home to. You're my mm. little boo buoy man. <laughs> my boo. <laughs> Boo-y. Boo-y. Um, another thing that has come in a lot, uh, I mean, okay, so I think because of how we introduced this, um, when we were driving home from staycation yesterday, I shared on my Instagram story, like, we're going to do a podcast. And you just kind of smiled awkwardly into the camera, like you didn't want to do the podcast. But I kind of knew you wanted to do the podcast, and now we're doing the podcast. But then people were asking, like, why Why are you forcing Dennis <laughs> to do this? So people are wondering, like, if you're a more private person than I am, and how it feels, I guess. How well, you manage. Well, I think 99.9% kind of, of this world is more private than you are. <laughs> Uh, probably correct yes <laughs> um yeah i'm definitely uh more of a private person i yeah but i don't i don't mind it i don't i, I don't mind when you share things about us at all i just don't share things about us i guess you don't share things about anything i don't share <laughs> you're not a sharer yeah how many sharing circles at the studio have you ever joined complete yes at the studio yes i think two <laughs> And we do them every week. Yeah. <laughs> C 
see. So um, the the funniest question now, someone was sending right before we started recording. I just want to give Dennis a high five and a hug for putting up with you. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I mean, it's not like you put up with me. Do you feel that way? Like you have to put up with all this stuff? Sometimes. Not all the time. Depending <laughs> on what it is. Podcast is not really putting up. Uh, here's another question that just came in. Dennis, what drives you most crazy about your about your wife? We just answered that. <laughs> Does that count? That's the chewing. Chewing. I can add another one if you want. <laughs> here's a, yeah, tell me another thing. Uh, when we go to sleep and if uh, <laughs> Leia Luna is in the same room as we are, like I'm not allowed to do anything. If I just think that I want to turn in the bed, immediately I have two claws in my back. And then a wife going like... <laughs> you wake her up all the time dude we have to move her out of the bedroom it's just there's no other option that's the thing you don't know how loud you are in the night like well, when you're i was like, alone with her i you're was like a as loud two, how much do you weigh in pounds like <sighs> jesus you're like a hundred something kilo wrestler. man yeah. you're like six foot four two, 230 pounds i think 230 pounds six foot four ginormous man who sweats yeah. and moves and throws your giant legs and arms around at night and when you yawn you sound like this <laughs> <laughs> and you, you always find the moments to make the most noise right as she's about to almost wake up and then i have to put a, like a little claw in your arm like stop like just stop moving can you just like fucking be still like, you have no clue. No clue. Well, she sleeps fine with me. When I'm like... <laughs> that's because you don't wake up when she wakes up. You only wake up if she, like, cries and screams. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, sleep like a dad. I, someone just told me that. Like, why do you think men age better than women? Because men sleep more. Of Your course. mom fully disagree with that, though. Well, my mom disagreed that men age better than women. But it, then we had to Google it. And it's, like, scientifically proven that probably not, I mean, skin-wise, like, wrinkles mm -hmm. and stuff like that, like... Women age faster than men. And it has to do with hormones, something about estrogen and something, uh, I don't know. But it is also sleep related. But a woman's body or a woman in general is more beautiful than a man. Well, like, that's because you are a man. Like <laughs> men in general. like. But I mean, you think average. that because you're a man. No, but women think that about women too. Like, you, you, like when you see a naked man, it's just like, <laughs> it's like goo. <laughs> You mean there's like stuff hanging around and yeah, <laughs> and when it's a woman, it's like a taking care of body, or I don't know, like I, I guess I don't take care of but my body so well. But beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Like there's most, I, I mean, most women out there would probably think that like, uh, you know, men, naked men, can be the most beautiful thing ever. A naked body, I think, is really beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe I'm talking stupid things now, but. I think if you just put like an average five ladies and then an average five men standing next to each other, like I'm pretty sure that a woman's body is prettier than a man's body. Hmm. Someone is asking, <laughs> someone is asking, who do you think carries most of the emotional labor in the relationship? That is such a <laughs> hard question. Wow. <laughs> carries who who carries the emotional labor i mean it's not you who else is there <laughs> who else is there maybe it's loonies now yeah clearly but i mean i don't know like if it wasn't for me we would never talk about like our issues yeah of course we have issues like we're a normal couple we have normal shit if it wasn't for me we would never talk about them 
Probably. But do you think it helps when we talk about things? I don't know. But stop! That's such an easy question. Of course it's a yes. Well, why? <laughs> because we work things out. Like if we have a disagreement about something that we can't get over, it, we can't just like pretend it's not there and move on and then have that linger forever. Like we no, talk but about we would it. know what it is about. Yeah, but it wouldn't be like done with. I don't know. This is also, I don't know if this is we a male-female type thing, but every time we talk something through, even though you do it very reluctantly, like we move on and then we're all good. I was good before the conversation even started. Yeah, but I was not. Well, then there you go. Yeah, this is also... Can we go back to the question of what annoys... <laughs> <laughs> what annoys me? Because this is also one of those things. I don't know. Okay. Part of it is... Part of it is... Like, there's... That's the difference. So you can be like this relaxed, carefree person. And then you can venture into the area of like not giving a flying fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That's annoying. You have to like stay within the zone of just being relaxed and cool. There's a very thin line between no fucks are given and relaxed and cool. Yes, but when you are like no fucks given and we're in a fight, then I go insane. But what if I'm really, really relaxed (laughs) in a fight? You're not really relaxed in the fight. You just like, you choose not to give a shit and then I give more shits. And then we fight more. (laughs) I'm too zanned out. Only when yoga is too new. Yeah. But we don't fight. I mean, we have like a fight. How often do we fight? I don't know. Once every five minutes or something. <laughs> Dude, you're making this impossible. <laughs> like a real fight. Like a, not a fight where we laugh at each other about something. Like we do that a lot. Yeah. We have like tiny disagreements and then we laugh every day. But like a fight. Yeah. I don't know. Like a couple of times a year we have like a fight fight. Yeah. We've had two fights this year. We're not going to go into them because I know you don't want to do that. But we had an Iron Man fight and we had... An LA fight. Uh, correct. Two, two in twelve months. No, I don't think it's two. I think there's probably more, but two that is like still lingering for you. No, two that we can just remember as like major fights. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Once mm-hmm. every six months, we can keep that going for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, how many more kids do we want? Um, minus one. <laughs> That's not a that's not a good answer. <laughs> oh my god. No, that's a great answer. Okay. <clears throat> but you just had minus one for sixteen hours. You had a break. Oh yeah, that's true. No, I always wanted two. <laughs> you always wanted five. Yeah, I'm I'm back to one. <laughs> like one one's pretty good. I I always wanted a girl first and then a boy. Uh second. Um that theory mostly being growing up here, um, if you had the boy first, then the girl, the girl would date the boy's friends. And then it would be impossible for the boy to go to school and all that shit. But you never had that happen. You have a younger sister. Yeah, but my sister is 10 years younger than me. I feel more like an uncle to her than a brother. There's too much too much space. Yeah. I think I think one child is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Snip, snip. You mean, are you going to snip you. your tubes? <laughs> That's not what it is. That's not how it goes. You don't snip tubes. No? No. Snip, snip is like the the vasectomy sound. That's that's the sound that it makes. When you, when you... But what about when the girl does it? I think you tie the tubes, but that's like a major invasive surgery. Yeah. That's something I'm willing to live with. <laughs> no, no. Just joking. I don't know. Maybe one more. Yeah. 
Maybe one more. Maybe in a couple of years. Maybe when things are like. But if it's not a boy, we just drop it off at the fire okay, station. We're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on now. Um, what is the hardest part about being a dad? I think being a dad is really easy, actually. Yes, I don't know why you're complaining. I, I wasn't complaining. Yes, you complain. You just said minus one. Oh like... yeah, but it's. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, is I... there anything hard about it? Like she's so easy. She, being a dad, no. Being a person that wants to do its own its own things, like then, like if I want to go surf on a whim or I want to go see my friends on a whim, I I can't do that. That's I guess the only hard part. But being a dad, like an actual raising another person, so far it's it's pretty chill. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we're super lucky, and she's just dealing with the mom is the problem. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. But maybe she's just the easiest baby. Like maybe, or maybe this is what it is. I don't know. Yeah. We're in a really good space now. Like the yeah, couple the last, last couple months. of months have yeah. been. Yeah, since she started sleeping. Yeah. Clearly, I mean, she started sleeping at six months. Since she has routine, it's been really yeah. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Four to six months were kind of shit because she didn't sleep. Or but four that, and a half to six. And then we also, sleep trained. Huh? Oh, that's also because I'm not working. I forgot to mention that. If I would be working, it's probably hard as fuck. Yeah, but I mean, we decided it's really hard to... You can't take care of the baby and also work. Yeah. Like, you have to really... Well, that's what everybody does. No, but I mean, not at the same time. <laughs> so we, yeah, would have I mean, the, we would have the baby at the studio and everyone would try to get some work done, but like no one no would one, really yeah. do anything. So we have to separate. So whoever works, works. The one who's But I mean, a normal family would bring the baby to a, a kind of school or something to take care of. Yeah, you would go to daycare or something, but well, we don't have to do that now. No, but I mean, she's still young. She's only nine months, but she's like, what's the best thing about being a dad then? The best thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's There's so there's so much. I I really like hanging out with her. It's really cool to see the things she, like she's learning stuff every single day. It's really cool to see how that develops, how she develops. Do you ever get bored with her? Mm, no, not really. Me neither. I don't know, I keep, no, maybe maybe that will come. I don't know, yeah. but I keep like I'm really content reading the same books every day, yeah. like playing in her room and you know walking around with her, crawling with her. Like it's it's just I know, and it's always so nice. I always like ignore her when we're in her room. I'm just on my phone doing stuff, and then she plays. It's so easy. <laughs> Kate, stop trying to push my buttons. <laughs> I'm really actually I'm really grateful that you're not that type of dad. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think that the, 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 okay, fuck. I don't know what goes on at the house when I'm. You don't working. even know. What I don't type even of dad know I what type of dad you are. She's still alive, so <laughs> you have to give me that. Alive, so that's really good. No, but I'm really glad that you are like really present with her and really there all the time. Uh, my hardest thing for me is for sure the the fear that something's gonna happen to her. Like yeah. that's the one thing that I just can't. And it doesn't. It's not getting easier. Yeah. It's not getting more relaxed or more chill. I would think like in the beginning, because of course you had like sudden infant death, like they just die for no reason. Or like, you know, before she could turn her head, what if she would get stuck halfway and she couldn't breathe? Like, I feel like there was more, for sure, more ways that she could have just died. Yeah. But now there's other things. Today, she climbed up on the stove. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she grabbed the highest, highest railing of the stove with both hands, pulled herself up and then put her feet up on the, on the lower ledge. So yeah. she was like climbing fully, no feet on the ground, like trying to get up on the stove. And I couldn't believe it. So now there's other dangers. Like now there's other things that I worry about. She's so fast now. You look away for one second, she's gone. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't get easier. I wish someone... And she knows what she wants. Like she's pretty persistent. 
Yeah. If it's a toy or if it's like going somewhere. No, she knows what she wants. Yeah, and and she she she's a really determined determined yeah. little being. But yeah, the love the love is so intense. Yeah, that's the hardest part. The favorite my favorite part is everything else. Everything other than the like gripping overwhelming fear that something's going to happen to her. Everything else is 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 super awesome. Little Looney Tooney. You are listening to From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. I have so enjoyed sharing conversations and stories throughout the year on From the Heart that have inspired better health and empowered self-love. Let's keep the momentum going. End the year strong with Sunbasket, a weekly meal delivery service that sends you organic and clean ingredients plus easy recipes for delicious and healthy dinners. Sunbasket makes it easier and more convenient to commit to your health and wellness every day. Pick from 12 weekly recipes and receive organic and clean ingredients directly to your door. With pre-measured ingredients and step-by-step instructions that are super easy to follow you can now cook delicious seasonal meals in your own kitchen in 30 minutes or less whatever your nutritional needs are sunbasket has you covered mix and match from paleo lean and clean gluten-free of course vegetarian and family options each meal is created by award-winning chefs and approved by nutritionists this holiday season skip the grocery store madness and see how easy it is to keep your wellness on track and get healthy clean meals on your table with sunbasket for all of you in the U.S., go to sunbasket.com slash yoga today to get $35 off of your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash yoga for $35 off. sunbasket.com slash yoga. Another thing that has come in a lot, and this I think is interesting because I like to have this conversation with you, is about food. Oh yeah, food. I, I saw that question too. Yeah, a lot of people are asking. So I am back to being vegan. And in that question, they called me a carnivore. <laughs> People were like, wait, the question was, how do you deal with the balance of you being vegan and then is being a carnivore? That's... You didn't like that term. Didn't label me like that. <laughs> Jesus. How would you Relax, like to be... Relax, woman. How would you like to be labeled then? Pescatore. <laughs> I, think that, I think that means that fish, fisherman. Someone that eats fish a lot. Pescatarian is the word no, you're looking no, for. No, no, no. Pescatarian is someone that only eats fish and vegetables. Uh-huh. A carnivore doesn't mean that they only eat meat. They eat everything, but they're really obsessed with meat. No, a carnivore is someone who eats meat. Only meat. No. No other thing. No, exactly. No. no. <laughs> what do you mean? A carnivore is someone who eats meat. Doesn't exclude other things. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't so, exclude other things. But also... You are a carnivore because you eat meat, but you also eat fish. You also eat sometimes exactly. a vegetable here and there, but you're still a carnivore. But a a pescatore. <laughs> pescatarian. Pescatore, not terian. Pescatarian is like a vegetarian, you know. It's, no! It's like you're a vegetarian, but you also eat fish. A pescatore. A pescatore. Patent pending. Patent pending. Is uh, someone that <laughs> is obsessed with fish, but also eats a little meat here and there and also eats vegetables here and there. Oh, so that's your own label. You're a pescatore. Yeah. So you eat a little bit of meat, mostly fish, sometimes a Obsessed vegetable. Obsessed with fish, yeah. Obsessed with fish, sometimes a vegetable, and a little bit of meat. Sometimes garnish on it, yeah. Uh, a little garnish, like a little parsley or something on it. That's exactly. The that's a salad. <laughs> that's a salad. Okay. As someone who cooks and orders most of the food that you eat, I'm going to go ahead and say that that definition of pescatore does not apply to you. You, you want to get into this? You want me to get my trademark lawyer? In this? <laughs> this Just does because not apply I have to a you. little salami you on my pizza. So much meat. 
And just because I have a little ribs here and there. And <laughs> you eat so much meat. And, and then you pretend wings. like you don't eat so much meat. Like it's not a big thing. And like you forget all that. You eat meat every day. And I get really, um, how do you say, disgusted <laughs> when people around me eat meat. You know, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I go ahead and order my 12 piece chicken wings. But seriously. Like, okay. And I, I mean, everyone listening, you can tell that I'm like, I'm, I'm not you know I'm, i don't get upset when you eat meat i don't care like this is who you are you do care i don't care you give me so much shit i would prefer it if you were vegetarian of course but we don't it's like, not like it's not like there's an aggression between us it's not like there's like a there is a, a passive aggression a passive aggression you think two, so two out of three times you give me shit three out of three times um a third out of three times you would order it yourself for me like when you're tired and you're like, oh, fuck, I don't know what to eat and you're ordering a pizza for me, you'll just order the one I usually get. The one you want. The one I want, yeah. Yes. But that's the thing. But I mean, we don't fight about our food choices. It's not like it's a tension in our family. No. But whenever you're ordering, I try to like quietly nudge you toward Passive, eating. aggressively put a claw <laughs> eating, in my neck. <laughs> eating more vegetables and less animal proteins. Yeah. But and the funny part is all my friends that were a lot into meat, they're all vegetarians now. I know. I'm the what only the hell one has eating happened meat. with you? I don't know. And it I used to be like reversed. I was the only one that used yes. to be like vegetarian in our, in our group. And all of them were like making so fun of me. So when we met, I was super vegan, like really, really, really vegan. Uh, and then if I think for the first year of our relationship, you were basically vegan, but sometimes you would have like you would have some meat on top of whatever I was cooking at home. Fish mostly, not yeah. even meat. Yeah, but I mean, once in a while, you weren't. You wouldn't say like you're vegan, but you wouldn't eat. We didn't eat dairy. No, no, no yeah. cheese. Like you would eat so much vegetarian food, like a little bit of shrimp or like a little piece of fish or something here and there. And then it was like the pendulum swung the other way. Yeah. And you went from like, and you One lost a lot of weight. You were like extreme. super healthy and all that stuff. And then you went all the way to the other extreme, and you started ordering like. <sighs> pork chop chiquito and like gross like from the chinese restaurant like the really gross fried meat with all the additives sentimental and food sentimental food why is it sentimental because that's what i ate growing up yeah but shit is like three bucks but it's like you cut it you cut through the meat and you don't know what's in there that's the thing i know what's you in order there. meat that comes like in a paper bag you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> I can have one of those now, actually. You don't know what's in there. You don't know where that meat is from. You don't know I how. I know what's in there. You want to know what's in there? Yeah, what's in there? Greatness. <laughs> Fucking deliciousness. That's what's in there. You don't know. <laughs> this is the and thing. And grease. And grease and like heart attacks and cancer and strokes yeah. and like... The thing is, yeah, and you're I'm getting I mean, hungry. You're getting hungry. Luna is vegan. Yeah. She's going to be vegan until if she ever gets to the point in her life where she wants to decide on, decide her, on own. her own that she doesn't want to be. Yeah, that's up to her. But for now, like I would never feed her animal products. <clears throat> and I was eating cheese and ice cream. Like that was a dairy that I used to have. And now I'm back to You would eat vegan. some of our, of our oh, fish some, too. Oh, some of our fish sometimes if Where it was cut by you. Yeah. yeah. But now I'm back to fully vegan, but it's also because I've anchored back into the emotional connection with animals. So not just about health or environment, all that stuff. But you love animals so much. You're the biggest animal lover I'm that I know. I am addicted. I can't do anything about it. But it's you love animals. Me. Yeah, I love animals. You love all animals. Yeah. There's not an animal that you ever met that you didn't want a spoon. Oof, well, I, a, a porcupine, <laughs> like a... Like what's those a blowfish? I guess a those have needles. You didn't try an to, urchin. I, mean, I didn't want a spoon. You tried to hug a seal. Yeah, when, that seal almost bit me too. <laughs> when you 
you were you were in Galapagos. That was like your Don't mission. Don't say that. I'm not allowed to touch them. You're not allowed to touch them. Dennis kept the whole trip during his trip to Galapagos. Kept trying to hug the seals, and then he went for the hug, and the seal got really. Pissed. I went for the pet. I wanted to yeah. pet the seal to okay. see what they feel like and to see if they're actually because you see them they're all trying to itch like a scratch behind their neck and i know i can do a way better job than their like stupid little fins can do to so scratch I, the itch to scratch them and make them feel good but <laughs> that guy was so upset with me that yeah seal. there's a reason you're not supposed to pet the seals in the nature reserves but that's the thing so i i have this knowing that i know and this is why i give you shit because you sometimes say like you should be able to kill the meat that you eat you yeah. are under that belief I'm still under the belief. I and believe. I know for a fact, for a fact, you would not be able to kill an animal. I know it. I, dis- I know it. I, I disagree at this point in my life. I okay, disagree. if you, me, and Luna were alone I on be Earth harmed for the rest of my after life, an though. atomic bomb and we were going to die if we didn't have meat, you Easily. would. Yeah, then, yeah, I'm sure. But then they will be with but all these But in your radiance. regular day to day life, you could never kill an animal. If I had to kill... An, no, no. Like, just in your regular day-to-day life. A just, regular day-to-day, no. But I feel but you everyone... Do. Every time you but eat that's what I'm saying. meat on your plate, you are... Like, I think everyone that indirectly eats killing should be able to kill their meat. But you can't. I think I can. You can't. I, I think I'm going to be like... <laughs> for the rest of my life, I'm going to be like super traumatized by it. But I think I can. So every time you put meat on your plate, you would kill that animal yourself. It's not like one time prove that no, you No, 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 no. I need to just one time prove it. Come no. on, lady. <laughs> this is the thing. So you're not really living in accordance with your own values but I and kill beliefs. Fish. Yeah, but we're talking about meat now. You said no, you no, wanted no, to no, be... No, 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 no. You wanted eat, to be... Kill what you eat. Yes, but you wanted to be a pescatore or whatever. <laughs> what was the word? A pescatore. Pescatore. Okay, your own label of what you eat, which you say is mostly fish and a little bit of meat. But right now your diet is mostly meat, sometimes a little bit of Not fish and days. whatever vegetables I put on your plate. Dude, these days, fishing season has been on. I haven't gone fishing, but our friends and my old boss, we've been getting so many wahoo, so many tunas fresh every day. You see us eating the tuna burgers. I see you eating the tuna burgers, but you still eat the really shitty meat. Like you had chicken wings the other day. You had Not prosciutto things on your days. on your pizza. You had meat from the bag. Like you eat. I haven't had meat from the bag in a really long time. Okay, stop meat from the bag. Just the fact that that's the thing. Why meat would from you the bring bag. That up. Kind of no, want but it now. I think I think I think it would be nice. I don't know. I I'm worried that you're gonna need like a health scare to start transitioning away from meat and i'm kind of feeling like the more i talk about it the more meat you want to eat is yeah. that true should i should i just be quiet you should just be quiet okay everyone listening can they talk about it sure Do but you? i i honestly don't want all these vegan um, activists <laughs> talking fucking to you. on my <laughs> <laughs> fucking you fucking up fucking up your meals fucking up my meals for me. <laughs> well i mean maybe the seed has been sown do you think so? I think uh, I probably live in patterns that I'm going to be in some years again vegetarian for a few years. And then I'm going to go do the complete opposite again. Unless I have a heart attack, which I hope I don't have. Knock yeah. on work. Yeah, but you don't know. That's the thing. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe there's like... What if you knew? So with your Ironman and all your training and all that stuff, that you would be much faster and perform much better without the meat. I would need to have to start, um, how do you say, training or practicing in a certain amount first before I get to where the difference starts happening. What does that mean? Like like, you have to... 
I have to actually train more. So before, like with any sports, you have you can reach a level, your top level, quote by quote. Uh, and uh, when you reach your top level, then it becomes to like, how do you fine tune it by, with meals and all that stuff? I, I think as a, a hobby or someone that just do it here and there, you won't see the difference unless you actually train. Yeah, I think you would see a difference really fast. Maybe in my pant sizes. <laughs> For me, life is very simple. You can have the good life, um, i.e. The, the belly, and still do an Ironman. <laughs> you can have the belly, like the, the beer gut. The, the good life. The good life. Yeah. And still perform. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're the living example. <laughs> I'm the biggest from the group. You're the biggest in the group. You perform really well. That's the thing. But so I, that's also, if you started thinking about what you ate, I think you would kind of accelerate like crazy and go. But I don't want to, that's the problem I have. I so don't want to. before an Ironman, like everyone else is like, what I eat. no, but everyone else is like on their diet and they're doing this stuff to perform and carbo loading and this yeah. stuff. And you're like sitting at home drinking beer. <laughs> And having sushi. Having sushi before, before like these giant races to me. And I love that about you because it's just, you know, you don't take yourself too seriously and that's good. But I also really want you to live a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, maybe a little less meat. I'll ask for 10 pieces of wings tonight instead of 12. Okay. <laughs> Compromise. Okay. Moving on from the, from the, from the meat question. I'm going to take one final question. And this was such a beautiful question. And I'm really interested in hearing how you're going to answer it. Someone is asking Dennis, not me, but Dennis, how will I find my way in life? So (laughs) (laughs) what, what advice do you have for someone who's looking for their purpose or to find, find their way? There is so many um, apps these days. (laughs) Like there's Google maps. Dude. And you put your destination in it. And you'll find it. Sometimes you can even ask Siri. Where is my Siri? Where is my phone? Oh, here. Let's see if this works. Hey, Siri. How will I find my way in life? Hum, I'm not finding anything for my way in life. There you go. There's your answer. I couldn't have said it better myself. Siri, Siri, Siri can't find her way. If Siri can't find her way in life, I don't think you can, um, miss, sir. <laughs> you're like the you're like the anti-inspiration. <laughs> you should follow me on Instagram. <laughs> I can that help is, you to all. How can I find all... my way in life? Siri can't even find her way. Neither are you. <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> oh God! But okay, does this mean you want the podcast to end now? Well, on a positive note like this, <laughs> with this very on a inspirational serious note. Okay, on a serious note, you live a really good life. Yeah. Like, like objectively, you have a big house. Uh, yeah. You just correct. You just built a pool. They are filling it up as we speak. E- correct. You have a wife who you love. Correct. <laughs> you have the most beautiful baby girl. Yes. You have abundance. Affirmative. <laughs> you have an appropriate amount of freedom, <laughs> meaning you're not roaming free like a bachelor, but you see your friends. If you want to go out, you can. You go running. You do your things. Disagree to agree, but okay, keep going. <laughs> you don't have to slave away at like a nine to five job working for the man. Like you make your own decisions during the day. 
course not. Everyone is a woman in our team. <laughs> That's I work, true. I work for the woman, even though they might be below me, but I still work for the woman. The way it should be. You have a lot of good things. If you want to buy a new bicycle, you buy a new bicycle. But I, if you want to go traveling, I get it with it, though. you go traveling. Like yeah. you have financial abundance, you have family in abundance, you have a lot of love. Listen, you have Everything what some people good, would but say. Some, you're, you're portraying it better than it is. What's not good then? I can't travel the way I want. I can't tr go whenever I want. It's because I'm a family man now. That's yes, normal. But I mean, would you like it any? Would you like it to be different? Would you prefer not have a family and go and? Roam no, no, the, no. I'm not saying that earth? either. But you're portraying it that I can just leave on a no, whim. No, but I, I said uh, in an appropriate level of freedom. Meaning, you're a dad now, so you're not going to yeah. have the same freedom you had. So before I can probably travel once a year. Yes, but in your day-to-day -day life, like if you want to go biking, you want to go do something, you have the space to do that. Like, what I'm trying to come to here is that you have a good life. I have a great life. Would you have? Would you say? Would you be so confident to say is that you have found your way in life? No, I don't know what my way is. <laughs> but if you're living, I'm just following you, lady. <laughs> trying to like nudge you to answer this question in a really awesome way like if you want to pursue a dream right yes. and to come to a place in life where you are really content Correct. what advice would you give a person other than asking siri to give you directions i cannot answer that question i really don't know i i'm really happy the way i am the, the life that we have i'm really ha happy But I did not manifest that pool, for instance. That was your manifestation. Well, I mean, I'm, the, abund the financial abundance, I think, is not like the point. Okay. Yeah. You manifested this relationship. I think you just have to be open to accepting wherever you are. Like if in one day we don't have this building, we don't have the pool, we don't have the house, I don't have the bike, and we're somewhere else, I still think I'll be very happy. I think you just have to be happy where, where you're at. And if you're lucky enough, one day you'll... If that's what you want, people maybe don't even want what we have. You'll get there, but uh, you just have to be content at where you are at the moment. Like I, I didn't, like I'm super happy where we are, but I didn't ask for any of it. Like I'm, I'm just along for the ride. I'm super stoked. And you mean wherever the ride takes us, you'll yeah. be happy there too. Yeah. Yeah. And I can confidently say that I think that's true. Yeah. But you're different though. I'm different. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm very different, very different, but that's why we're such a good match. Like you always said, like if any day all of this would disappear, you know, as long as we have each other, and now of course Looney, like we could live in a shack, we could move in on the live on the beach in Costa Rica in the jungle and have. And you think I can't do that anymore, though? <clears throat> no, but I know you. I know you could do that. Like you, you are a content person. Like you're content with a lot of abundance. You're content with. Nothing. Like you would go back to eating cup noodle soup and every day. And pork chop chiquito. And pork chop chiquito every day if we had to. And I know that. And for me, but I mean, it's not about financial abundance. You know, yeah. it's about, for me, financial abundance is about freedom. So yes, being able to travel to see family if you want. Yeah. You know, being able to manifest the type of life for our baby girl that. Um, and that is amazing though that we that can That is just... amazing. And you did not have that growing up. No, I never had that until I met you. And you, you were not really... Well, I was you, poor as shit yeah, when we met. Exactly. So we would still go to these places. I don't know how the hell we got there because I would use all my salary in one day to buy two tickets and we go there and then we figure it out. Yeah. And we would be broke as fuck. Yeah. But, but we managed. We did it. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that about us. 
The pendulum will swing, will swing, will swing both ways. What's most beautiful about this part in our lives now, I think, is that we have been able to manifest enough for us. So we are content, right? I feel like we are in a good place. We can travel, we can see the family, we can take care of the baby, like all is well. We don't need to have like uber luxury, like we're good. Everything's okay. And we can start giving. Yeah. Which is, I think. Well, we never stopped, I guess. We never didn't give, but I think we can give on a much bigger scale now yeah we're working on it we're working on it that's what's in the future for us i hope yeah thank you for that really uh insightful answer yeah you're welcome you should and tell siri that maybe she needs maybe she needs some guidance i was just about to thank siri for helping us <laughs> <laughs> thank you for uh coming on the show babes you're welcome how about we make this a monthly thing you asked me last time and i said yes last time and you did yeah Oh, shit. So it's my fault. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll see you next month. See you next month. Everyone listening, thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and a huge thanks to my guest, Dennis Schoneveld. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of From the Heart Conversations with Yoga Girl. You can find all of these on rachelbraithen.com, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere you normally get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review while you are there. Huge thanks to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production work. And of course, thanks to my sponsors, Bon Appetit, Texture, and Sunbasket. Please support them the way they support this podcast podcast. I will see you next week.